Welcome back. This is episode 170A of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian. As always, joined by myself as we continue to navigate this uh, coronavirus landscape that we're in right now. Uh, the NYYST podcast is still flying solo here. This is a bonus episode for everybody right now. Um, <clears throat> episode 170, I flew solo uh, in that. I did live Thursday, came out on iTunes yesterday. Uh, today, it's Saturday evening. Um, so I figured, you know, they. it was kind of like right after, I, right during as I was recording uh, Thursday night, they kind of MLB and the uh, Players Association came to this agreement on what the season could look like or uh, or when it could get started. And I was kind of like speculating on a bunch of things while I was recording. And I figured, you know what, let me come jump out here, go over some of the uh, parameters of what's going on here to, you know, kind of. I don't want to say erase, but, you know, be a little bit more specific and not, you know, and kind of cover all the bases here. And, you know, it's, uh, <clears throat> it is um, quarantine time here. So, I mean, there's not really much else going on. So I figured come out, you know, go live on Twitter for a new podcast and, uh, you know, we'll spend Saturday evening with each other. Um, the, my live pods usually run about a half hour, 25 minutes, maybe, uh, depending on what we have to talk about. So, you know. That's why instead of making a whole new episode, I said this is a bonus episode. So you can combine 170 with this and you get like a full NYYST podcast. Although Chris and Stat Guy Rye aren't here and we're still hoping to get the gang together and soon in some way, shape or form. I miss recording with my buddies and um, I'm sure you guys miss hearing the three of us together. But, you know, in the age of social distancing and the uh, quarantine and uh, everything else going on, it's just what things have to be right now. So until we come up with a plan, you know, like I said, uh, you might get a, me by myself. You might get Chris by himself and we'll just have to figure something out. But we are still trying to produce new content for our fans. That's why I did a pod Thursday night, I'm doing one right now. Uh, if you haven't had a chance, go to nyysportstalk.com. Our first two interviews of um, 10 Questions with Quarantine are up right now. Uh, Thursday, we dropped Jack Curry of the Yes Network. And yesterday, Friday, was Nancy Newman of the Yes Network. So two Yes Network favorites are our first two 10 Questions in Quarantine interviews. So we do... Um, Hope that you go out there uh, to the website and check those out. We have plenty more coming uh, to cover us at least through next week. So we do definitely want you to check those out with some current and former Major League Baseball players and other uh, people in the media that you probably have heard of, especially excuse me, if you uh, listen to this show. And if you listen to this show and are a fan of the NYYST podcast, either me by myself or us together in our, in, uh, in our, all our glory, um, please go to iTunes, rate, and uh, subscribe. You know, uh, give us a five-star rating and review. Uh, we're out here, you know, trying to keep you guys entertained as best as we can given the uh, current circumstances. So please uh, head to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review. And also, last plug before we get into the meat of the show here, please go to my Twitter, at Christian underscore NYYST. Vote 
Every day, 4 p.m., a new matchup in the Sylvester Stallone Movie Madness Tournament comes out. So far, all the favorites have won. We went through all the one seeds. They all won. All the two seeds have won so far. The uh, last two versus seven matchup is actually live right now. It's Daylight versus ICU in... um, in the Copland region, uh, although Nighthawks tied um, uh, Escape Plan in a two versus seven matchup in the Expendables region, we had to do a sudden death vote where uh, Escape Plan ended up pulling away and winning. So so far, all the favorites have won. Will we see some upsets? Definitely have the possibility of it. Sunday, the uh, first three versus six matchup will be posted, which in the Rocky region, which I believe is Rocky two versus grudge match. And I don't really expect an upset there, but hey, you never know. It is a it is a, a madness tournament and we have seen crazier things happen. But these are all the types of things we're, we're doing right now to try to keep everybody entertained and their minds kind of active. Uh, while we're kind of all sitting at home, social distancing from everybody else to stay safe during this uh, pandemic here. And I know one of the things you're not supposed to do is touch your face, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a little itch there in my beard, and I did w- just wash my hands, so we're okay. Um, but as I said today, we want to talk about kind of these uh, rules that are in place here that the MLB and the Players Association came up with. If we do get to a season, which uh, somebody asked me today, if I had to put a percentage on it, what would I say is the percentage of uh, MLB playing this year? And I put it at 35 and I don't want to be pessimistic, but it's almost like you don't there's nothing yet to give us hope that we're going to play baseball in 2020. Um, especially living where I live in North Jersey and being so close to New York City, we're at the epicenter of all this. So it's kind of, I mean, if we were living in like Iowa or Montana, and not to make, and not, and we're not making fun of those states. We're just saying that they are not hotbeds for the coronavirus like it is here. Uh, maybe you could have more hope because it's not like kind of in your face. Uh, like it is here. But, you know, uh, MLB is trying to put something together in case a season does happen, which we're all still hoping for. Um, and also today, uh, I wanted to do a Q&A on Twitter. Uh, I didn't actually get a chance to answer the questions live, so I'll pick out a few of them and answer them on the show, even though most of them seem to be about WrestleMania and this is supposed to be a Yankees podcast. Hey, you know what? Things are a little bit different right now, so we're just going to have to go with it. Uh, But if you want to, go to um, ESPN.com and check out this piece that Jeff Passan wrote. It's really good, really in-depth about everything that was kind of agreed upon. I'm really just going to pick out, like, the main points that really affect, you know, like, what we will see and when we will see these games on the field. But... There's a lot more detail into it that I do suggest that you go to ESPN.com if you really want the uh, the full um, information there uh, of what is going on. <clears throat> Excuse me to uh, to ingest all that information there. But uh, so basically, uh, when is baseball coming back? There were three guidelines that were set up uh, by the Players Association. MLB agreed to this. Um, there could be no government 
edicts on mass gatherings that would prevent teams from playing in their home stadiums. Now, if that's number one right out of the park, it's got to be nearly impossible to think that we're playing baseball this year because I don't see a way the Yankees and Mets are playing at home this year. I just, I mean, like I said, I don't want to be pessimistic. I want to be optimistic. And as I said in the last episode that I just, like, I want to have that moment with my newborn daughter in my hands watching the Yankees on TV. I want to have that moment. Like, this is something that I've been dreaming of my whole life. But I just, like, like I said, we're at the, we're at the epicenter of all this. And I just, that, that caveat there, right there, boom, kind of makes it hard for me to think that we're going to have baseball this year. Um, also, no travel restrictions in the United States or Canada. Again, how are you going to get people into New York? If really like, and you you keep hearing like the timelines, and and we're not we're not at the peak of this thing yet. And people are gonna you're gonna you're gonna travel to New York. You're gonna have mass gatherings in New York. It's it's not gonna happen. In my personal opinion, it's not gonna happen. Not for a while anyway. Um. And also, uh, this. The determinations must be uh, made after talking with health ex- experts and the union that the players, staff, etc., are not exposed to further. If and fans are not exposed to further health risks, again, this all, man, this all really like I'm sure it's bad in California too because there's a high population out there and it's on the coast and people coming in, coming out. Um, but here, I mean, New York is really going to be what is going to determine whether or not we have a baseball season or not. If you can't get people into Yankee Stadium, into City Field, you're not going to, I mean, are you going to play baseball this year? And here, uh, there are caveats to the Seminole Party Agreement. Uh, Manfred said, the commissioner, who we all love, Rob Manfred, right? Uh, that's neat. Well, we can always get into that at a later time. But he said they can't consider use of neutral sites instead of home stadiums, as well as the possibility of playing in front of no fans. Games with no fans in areas that are coronavirus hotspot, uh, that are not, excuse me, coronavirus hotspots provide the clearest path towards games being played. See, then they go, they give you that, th- that list of three, and then they say, hey, we'll play in front of no fans, or we can do neutral neutral sites. So what is it? What are we doing here? So it's like, where are we going to play right now? Can we play in Florida? Can we play in Arizona? Can every team just operate out of their spring training facilities? Play at your spring training facilities. Can we have that happen? Um, I brought up Iowa. We were supposed to have the Field of Dreams game this year. We, I mean, uh, we clearly haven't heard whether or not that's still a go or not. I can't imagine something like that is a priority right now when we're trying to get an actual season in. But can Iowa, like, because I, I is a state like that going to be able to host professional baseball? Um, it's kind of strange. Like we're. We're really at a point here where we, we still don't really know. Like they set up, they set up those three guidelines, but at the same time, they can't consider neutral sites. They can't consider playing in front of no fans. So do the three guidelines really matter? Because at the end of the day, if they're told that we can play in Kentucky, uh, Mississippi, uh, Iowa, North Dakota, 
South Dakota, Oregon, you know, just name these name these states where they're not going to be coronavirus hotspots and they have baseball facilities and, and places to house the players. Is Major League Baseball going to say no to that? I don't know. I really don't know. And would it be weird seeing the Yankees turn into the North Dakota Yankees this year? It would be so weird. But again, as I talked about in the last episode, there's certain things that you wouldn't want to see normally, but if they're on the table, it means you're getting baseball. And are you going to turn that away? Would you rather see the Yankees and Red Sox in Bismarck as opposed to not seeing it at all? That's what we're looking at here. And uh, as I said earlier, you know, got got a little Twitter Q&A going on, uh, and we will answer some questions, and some of them do have to do with WrestleMania. So, you know, we've been watching wrestling with no fans for the past few weeks now, and it's it's still weird. Like, you would think after the second or third week we're in here right now, it wouldn't be, you know, you kind of get used to it, but you're just not yet, right? Could you get used to watching baseball with nobody in the stadium? And it, and we can all make our jokes like, oh, yeah, like we, we watch the Yankees play the Orioles all the time, right? Or, but we all know that that's really Yankee Stadium South and, you know, there's a lot of Yankee fans in there. But Or you can catch highlights of a Miami Marlins game, right? And it was like, but they're still playing in front of a couple thousand people, 10,000 people. There's zero people there. Now, I remember a few years ago when the Orioles played a home game and they played in front of nobody because of safety concerns because there was riots going on in Baltimore. And to be honest with you, I don't really remember what that was like. I might have saw a couple highlights on TV, but I didn't, I didn't watch the game. I really don't remember much about it. But even though that, even then that was one game, you're going to play an entire season with no fans. Now imagine that. Now think about it like this, right? WrestleMania is coming up next weekend. No fans. The biggest event in wrestling, no fans. Now that's a little bit different than, uh, you know, Raw or SmackDown with no fans. Cause what are you going to do? MLB postseason. That's what we're going to, we're going to liken it to the MLB postseason with no fans. Now you can say a mundane August game between the Yankees and Royals. No fans. Okay. Whatever. Who cares? You're going to play the postseason with nobody in the building? Uh, see, as much as I want baseball, I, I, but I want baseball. I want, re I want the baseball that we love. I want the fans in there. I want us to be able to go in there and enjoy it. And I just don't know if we're going to be able to. Like, are we going to be at a point at some, at any time in, to make this feasible, to have a legit season, 80 or 100 game season, even at that low end amount of games, uh, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Uh, and it's really, it's, I don't know. But here's another thing, right? Because I was talking about this. How many weeks of spring training would we need? Or spring training 2.0, as uh, Jeff Passon puts in his column, which is, Excuse me, I'm sorry. I literally just finished eating before I came up here. I didn't want to be late, um, but the delivery was late. But we're trying to be sympathetic to uh, the local business owners, and you know, on the weekends, we're we are trying to throw them uh, some deliveries. Even though I bought, an, I bought uh, you know enough groceries that I don't have to leave the house for two weeks. I'm trying, you know, you don't want to leave. You know, I'm not hoarding. Just 
you know, having enough supplies in the house. But, you know, even on the weekends, because there are local businesses that we like and we, you know, we, we want them to stay afloat as best as possible during all this. But, you know, and they were running a little bit behind on delivery tonight. So, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Um, but here we go. I'll read this real quick. MLB is willing to amend roster rules to ensure a shortened spring training uh, 2.0. Games could begin as soon as two weeks after players report to camp. Okay, two weeks. I guess that's fair. I was speculating three or four. Can they get to three? Can can guys get back into shape in two weeks? I don't know. See, I always thought that they should that they would put back on however much time they lost. I don't really I don't remember off the top of my head how much time was exactly lost. Um but I thought that would that would be what they would add back on before we started games. So, but they're saying here it could be as quick as two, um, as soon as two weeks. It could, so as soon as, meaning it won't be less than, but it could be three or four. So they're, I, they're probably looking at trying to get everybody ready to go in two weeks. Um, I hope so because, uh, it, yeah, I think we are. I'm sorry. My phone battery just went to 20% and a little thing came up there, but, uh, all right, anyway, I think we're still recording here. Um, anyway, <clears throat> here we go. We'll read this real quick here. Uh, players are willing to schedule, players are willing to schedule more double headers, which they don't ever schedule double headers, which would mean that they are willing to schedule double headers. <laughs> um, and both are fine with the season stretching into October and the postseason into November, a neutral site World Series in a warm weather location. Uh, and possible expanded playoffs of a new potentially unique format are all on the table here. So again, you know, it's really not anything concrete sense stone because we again we don't know when we can start, but it just seems like everything is up is is on the table at this point. But the big thing here that really affects um, our team, the Yankees, going forward is the service time, and there's a lot of other things that. Um, you really want to look in that you can look into like the draft and uh, international signing period and all that other stuff. But for us as Yankee fans, even if they don't play in 2020, 2020 counts as a service year for the players. So that means guys like Masahiro Tanaka, James Paxton, DJ LeMayu, they're going to be free agents without ever playing their walk years for the Yankees, um, which uh, I don't know like how that would sit with me. It would suck. That's how it would sit with me. It would suck that um, we wouldn't get our final year of uh, Tanaka. We wouldn't get her. We wouldn't get to see James Paxton maybe take that next step where the Yankees would be like, yeah, we got to lock this guy up or, uh, or DJ to come off an MVP caliber year. I'm just trying to look up my uh, my Q and A here so I can have that ready for you guys. Um, and and what do you do like Tanaka? I always thought this was Tanaka's last year in pinstripes, regardless because of the the, the elbow and the the money he might command, and the Yankees might have guys like Davey Garcia or Michael King ready to step up in roles. Um, although Davey Garcia. Got sent down to Double A Thursday, I believe it was. Uh, so not even Triple A. So I don't know. 
uh, what that's about. But, you know, maybe the Yankees don't think he's as ready as the fans might think he is. Um, the Yankees had to make a few roster moves, I believe, because also part of this is that there was a transaction freeze. So I think they were just trying to fr maybe free up some uh, spots there. Uh, but anyway... Also, uh, and then Paxton. This was a big year for Paxton because this was his walk year. So Paxton, who was already dealing with this back surgery, would have to show that he was ready or, or ready to take that step to be a, maybe not an ace, but a number two, a guy that you can count on behind Garrett Cole. Um, and now we might be at a point where the Yankees are just going to have to let him walk because they don't know. And what do you do about LeMayu? You know, after the season that DJ LeMayu had last year, there was no way you were going to think that DJ LeMayu wasn't going to be a Yankee in 2021. But maybe he won't be now if they don't play in 2020. Maybe the Yankees wanted to see. DJ was always a good player, but he was great last year. That might command great player money. Uh, but, you know, maybe the Yankees are just like, you know, we got to let him walk because we, you know, what he might want and that's another thing. Like, what are salaries for some of these free agents are going to be next year? That's why I think, you know, a guy like Garrett Cole, Anthony Rendon, they, even Steven Stroudsburg, they hit free agency in the right year. And like, God, nobody knew that this pandemic was coming. Maybe people did. But anyway, you couldn't have foreseen this during free agency. But now our guy can't, are our teams going to sign? Are they going to have the money to sign teams if they don't have any revenue for 2020? I mean, this thing could have far-reaching consequences beyond. Um, and then you lose, you know, you know, years of team control of guys like Gary Sanchez, Glaber Torres, Aaron Judge, guys that you – and then how – you know, that's another thing you got to look into, like, arbitration, you know. You know, guy, uh, you know, guy going to – that would be arbitration eligible next year. What's, what's he got to argue against if there was no season? Um, I did read, however, though, if there is a season, and let's say a 30-home run guy gets $5 million a year versus a 20-home run guy would get $2 million a year, uh, and there's only 100 games and a guy hits 20 home runs, that won't be held against them. They will do arbitration prorated based off of what the season was, so these guys aren't penalized in the arbitration process, which is fair, and uh, I actually like that they're doing that, but... You know, when they hit, you know, if there is no season, you know, when they hit free agency, you know, some of these guys that are looking for big paydays, they might not be there. Uh, maybe they won't be hurting, you know, like some people are right now because of the, the pandemic. But you are looking at a situation where, you know, if a guy was, you know, thinking he might command 25 or $30 million on the open market a year, maybe he's getting 15. You don't know. Like, I, and keep going back to that. This is an unprecedented time right here because it is. You really don't know. You just hope that there is baseball. We do get a World Series in front of fans, even if it has to be in a neutral site. Um, that That's what we're looking at this year. And if Yankee Stadium is closed all 2020, but the Yankees are still playing somewhere, that's a win in my book. Uh, as much as it would suck not being able to go to a Yankee game this year and, you know, not watching them in Yankee Stadium, if they are able to play baseball this year in front of fans anywhere in this country, I consider that a win. And, I, you know, as much as, like, you might say uh, see scenarios where you're, like, saying, I don't really want to see that, I think you have to take it right now. Uh, you really do. Because I don't think there's going to be a perfect scenario. I don't think – 
there's going to be a situation where we just wake up one day and the president and the governors and the CDC and they all say, we're all good. Business is, business is back to normal. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it is going to be a slow rollout where maybe certain parts of the country do get back to normal before other parts. And like I keep like I keep saying, this area here with New York being such a hotbed for it, I just don't see the Yankees and Mets being able to be in their home ballparks this year. Maybe later on, like let's say we do start in June, maybe August or September, the Yankees and Mets can play at home at some point. And maybe even if, but if we get to that point where they say we can play baseball in June, July, August, where we can't get these guys back into New York until September, would they even like play the last month or two of the season or would in New York, or would they just say, Hey, we, we, we figure out all just logistics of this. We're just no baseball in New York this year. I don't know. Uh, there's still a lot up in the air though. So we'll have to figure it out when it comes, you know, we just hope at some point this year we're watching baseball. That's all. Okay. Right. Um, so I did ask for a Twitter Q&A. We'll answer a few questions here. I think we have one. I guess we'll call it baseball related. And this is not getting political at all. We are not. We, you will not make a determination on what side I'm on. I'm just going to read this right here because somebody asked it. And I'm going to answer it. Because apparently there was um, a... Uh, a report out there that the president of the United States called Alex Rodriguez of all people to gauge his uh, opinion uh, on his on his being the president's uh, response to the coronavirus pandemic. Um, the president has then said that it was quote fake news. I didn't think it was fake news when I first heard it because I'll be honest with you. When I read that, because I brought it to my cousin's attention, and he said it's not true. Like, it, it just can't be true. And I said, it has to be true because it's so batshit crazy, insane, that nobody could make it up that the president called Alex Rodriguez for his thoughts on, the, on, his, on his handling of the coronavirus pandemic. It has to be true. And then the president comes down and says that it's not. Then you can get into your own debate about whether or not you can believe anything that comes out of his mouth. But... You know, we'll just take it as that. So NY Yankee fan 4E, I guess that's short for forever, asked me, pretty cool how A-Rod's been trending the last 24 hours, ain't it? And I guess ain't it is the question. And yeah, for something that you just never thought would ever be a thing, especially now, you know, anytime anybody says anything, there's, and you have tweets about it in the past. Somebody will find it. And Donald Trump was not shy about ripping Alex Rodriguez for his steroid use in the past. So now those tweets have made the rounds again. So especially after that, you never thought the president would be calling Alex Rodriguez for um, some people reported advice. Some people just reported he wanted his opinion on how he's been handling things. So we don't really know. Uh, and the president says it's all bullshit anyway. So who the hell really knows what happened? I'm still under the impression that <laughs> it had to have happened. Who would make up something like that? I know everybody maybe has a little distrust in the media, especially maybe when it comes to things that the president says. But <laughs> where, would, where would anybody come up and say, A-Rod, talk, the president called A-Rod. Let's, let's make it up. <laughs> I, I don't know. But uh, in the world of the 
of the pandemic that we're in, the last thing I ever thought I was going to wake up and read today is that the president of the United States called Alex Rodriguez. That was a lot. Honestly, I, I couldn't, if I was putting together a list of things I never expected to hear today, it wouldn't even be on the list. That's how far-fetched it was. So, yeah, it's pretty cool how A-Rod's been trending today because nobody would have ever friggin' expected it. You couldn't have expected it. It's just unbelievable. And maybe it's so unbelievable that it's true. We don't know. Um, uh, Devils fan 421 wants to know my thoughts on the uh, Boneyard match in uh, for WrestleMania coming up. And I don't have any goddamn idea what a Boneyard match is, so I don't have any thoughts on it. Uh, I just hope that it's entertaining to say to uh, for to say nothing else about it. Uh, I do think that this is one of the uh, changes to WrestleMania since WrestleMania is not being held. At Raymond James Stadium, it's not being held in front of fans, and they're trying to do different things, shoot on different locations, and that this boneyard match is kind of just like a different thing that they're doing instead of just having AJ Styles versus The Undertaker in a regular match. And he also wants to know a rumored new look coming for his final run or and a final run. I thought The Undertaker's final run was at WrestleMania 30 when he lost to Brock Lesnar. It wasn't. I thought his final run was at WrestleMania, I believe it was 33, when he lost to Roman Reigns and left all his gear in the ring. It wasn't. So until Vince McMahon stops paying The Undertaker millions of dollars to wrestle once or twice a year, even at, what, 55 years right now, I don't have any idea of when a final run is for The Undertaker because I always thought when... He lost his streak. That should be the end of rest. That should be his last match. It wasn't. And then, you know, usually, you know, you see a guy leave his gear in the ring. That's the end of it for him. It wasn't. So who the hell knows? And a rumor, new look. I mean, do we really want a new look for the Undertaker at this point? I just think that if you're watching the Undertaker, you want the Undertaker. So you don't want a new look for him. You want the dead man, old school Undertaker. Excuse me. That's just what you want right now. Um, you don't want a ring invention. That's fifty-five years old. He might have four. Might have this. Might if they whatever the hell is boneyard matches that they shot this week. That might be it for him. Or he comes back to once the fans are back to one final match. You don't want a new look. You want the Undertaker, yeah, right? Um, Zach the Bad Shepherd says I'm watching classic old World Series games. Thanks. That's not a question, Zach. But hey, you know what? I forgot to. DVR, uh, Derek Jeter's final home game. It was on yes, either yesterday or today. And I said, I'm going to DVR it. And I didn't. So although I did watch a little bit of the clinching game of the 1998 world series last night. Um, but I don't know if I know a big moment in the game is coming up, I'll stick around and watch it, but I can't sit there and watch an old game from the first inning to the last out. I can't do it. Like, um, just take the 1998. It's easy for me to say the 1998 World Series, for example. If it's the inning where Tino hits his grand slam, I'll sit there and I'll watch it. If uh, the ninth inning of Derek Jeter's final game, the walk off is on, I'll sit there and watch it. Um, or the, let's just stick with a Jeter thing. The inning where he hits his 3,000 hit, the home run, I'll sit there and watch it. But I can't. I just can't watch game from start to finish. You know, uh, I, 
But yeah, but I can watch a movie a hundred times. I can watch old wrestling matches a hundred times. But to actually sit and watch a game from pitch one to the final out, that I can't. I can't do it. I will. I will gladly sit there and watch big moments. I find that, especially if I have fond memories of them. But to sit there and watch the entire game, can't really do it. Um, Robert uh, Porubski also on the Boneyard match. You wondering how many uh, WrestleMania matches are going to be in a weird setting? I do think the John Cena and Bray Wyatt match is also going to not take place in a ring. Uh, I don't know what the hell it is going to be, uh, per se. Um, I hope it's nothing like that crappy house match that Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt had a few years ago. Uh, and again, these are these things that are happening because WrestleMania is not going to be held in a ring or in an arena with fans. So they're just, they're just doing different things. So two matches that maybe you wanted to see happen in a ring where, uh, you know, they're not going to now. So, I don't really know. Uh, and I think nothing baseball-related, and we don't really want to go too deep into wrestling stuff here since this is a Yankee pod. So, we'll just end it there with the questions. But, uh, you know, so we're running about 33, 34 minutes, which is usually a good time for my solo pod. So, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, thank you to everybody that jumped in, watched a little bit, and stayed for the whole show. If you did, thank you very much. Uh, and uh, either... I don't know when Chris is going to get this up on iTunes, but at some point, uh, either Sunday or Monday, it will be up on iTunes for you guys to listen to. So I want to thank Chris for all his technical expertise, helping me out, helping me to get this content out. Um, you know, whether it be the interviews or these pods, I do definitely want to thank my buddy and, uh, you know, doing the technical aspect, even if he's, you know, not <clears throat> maybe not recording as often as I am, but it's all good, brother. You know, we're, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get through this, and NYYST will still be here. And we hope for the fans' sake that you guys, you know, whatever type of content we're putting out there, you're still very supportive of it because we're doing it for you to try to keep us all entertained and sane. Dorn or dies. Let me wrap up here. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening to episode 170A of the NYYST podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Please follow me on Twitter at Christian underscore NYYST. Please vote in the Sly Stallone Movie Madness Tournament every day at 4 p.m. A new uh, movie matchup comes out. Please go to NYYSportsTalk.com. Doing the plugs over again here. We already got two 10 questions in quarantine interviews up with Jack Curry and Nancy Newman. More coming on Monday and throughout the week. So thank you very much for your support. And please stay safe. Please stay healthy. Please stay home. If there's one thing I'm going to leave you guys with today, please stay home. It's not worth it to go out. It just, I don't want to get preachy. Do everybody a favor. If you don't need to get gas for your car because you're an essential worker, you don't need to go to work because you're an essential worker, you don't need to go to grocery because you're out of necessary supplies, stay home, watch a movie. I know the weather sucks today in New Jersey, in New York, and it's going to suck tomorrow, but Friday was beautiful. Take advantage of the good days, the good weather days. Walk your dog, ride a bike alone or six feet away from your significant other but please you know don't don't think you're invincible to it because even if you might be the person you come in contact with might not be and that's what we're trying to stress to people 
You might be asymptomatic, but you can give it to somebody that this could fucking kill them. Please understand that. Uh, that's really just what I want to leave people with today. And uh, hopefully going forward when we do more of these shows, it can just be about the fun things we want to talk about, baseball, whatever other topics. We don't have to keep harping on this coronavirus shit. Uh, but I just do want to leave that with you guys, with to people that still think this is a joke because there are still people. The governor of New Jersey had to come out and say no more corona parties. Stay home. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. The sooner we stay home, the sooner we can socially distance and not go out unless it's absolutely, absolutely necessary. The sooner that we, the buzzword, social distancing, flatten the curve. What do we want more than anything? If you're watching, you're listening to this right now, what do you want more than anything? Baseball. How are we going to get the baseball? It's by staying home and staying healthy. So please do so. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for watching. And I'll see you in the next episode.